Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Interesting uh, thing uh, that President Biden has once again declined the opportunity to have an interview before the Super Bowl. Why is that? Of course, all this is coming up about his memory, his mental fitness. We talked to Senator Klobuchar earlier this week, Senator Amy Klobuchar, and asked her specifically what she thinks of President Biden's mental fitness. Here's what he here's what she had to say. Senator Klobuchar, you say he, you know, President Biden has done good things, whatever, some of his policies. Is he mentally fit to serve another four years? Yes. I was just with him on Air Force One, talked to him for an hour, hour and a half. Um, and he knows exactly what's going on in every part of the world. So she was defending his mental fitness. Joining us now on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker hotline is Margaret Brennan, moderator of Face the Nation and chief foreign affairs correspondent for CBS News. Good morning, Margaret. So many questions about it after uh, the special counsel released that report. But President Biden fired back to say uh, that he is mentally fit and does have a good memory. He did. This was an emotional news conference. It was angry at times. The president focused in on some details within the special counsel's report that he felt were unfair, uh, specifically the reference to um, his apparent struggle to remember the date of his son Bo's death, which he said was absolutely not an accurate portrayal of events. And instead, he felt it was inappropriate to be asked that level of detail by the special counsel. So he really angrily pushed back on a lot of it, drawing a distinction as well between uh, Donald Trump and himself when it comes to the degree of mishandling and the the intent behind mishandling of classified information. And that gets to the criminality here. Uh, The special counsel chose not to prosecute Joe Biden uh, for these um, actions and mishandling classified information. That that would be a story unto itself uh, and certainly is being jumped onto by Republicans. But it is the language the special counsel used that you zoned in on there in terms of um, memory issues that has really become a damaging political uh, claim. Let's talk a little bit about the differences, because Trump supporters and former President Trump himself will say, wait a minute, why does he not get in trouble and I do? Well, the special there are two special counsels here. This one, uh, Robert Hurd, in the case of Biden, details, and you can read it. Um, I've tweeted it out. It's available online. It's quite lengthy, hundreds of pages, in fact. Uh, he goes through where these documents were found and, again, comes back to intent time and again. Um, the documents that were really 
drawn attention to here were related to Afghanistan, specifically Joe Biden as vice president and his objections to then President Obama's decision to surge troops into Afghanistan, something Joe Biden has felt passionately about and really opposed. And it appears that he was holding on to documents for use at a later date in a biography or the like. And some of those documents were found at his home in Delaware in the garage, uh, not where they should be. Some of these were notes and notebooks, things that also are deemed typically to be the property of the government and not the individual. But at the time he was vice president, he was permitted to bring those things home. It was about when he left office and whether these things should have actually been handed over um, to uh, authorities. That difference in terms of intent or mistake uh, is what they're focusing in on versus Donald Trump, who moved around documents throughout his private residence as authorities came to gather them, who denied having them repeatedly, where a search warrant had to be executed to find the documents that were recovered. Uh, And in that indictment, which is also publicly available, you can read uh, the efforts and degree to which he went to lengths to hide some of those documents. So that is the difference, intent and trying to um, evade the law. Big distinction there. Thanks so much for explaining all of that and kind of keeping that clear. So as a news organization at CBS, uh, how do you guys view him not, uh, President Biden, not wanting to do this pre-Super Bowl interview, having this (laughs) opportunity? You know, you want to be able to, this is a huge stage for him and an opportunity. And he said no. Well, of course, uh, you know, particularly given what I do for a living, I think it's a it's a missed opportunity, most certainly. Um, Joe Biden, as president, has an open invitation on Face the Nation, and I'm sure he does on most other CBS programs. And with this Super Bowl interview, uh, that was, uh, as you pointed out, uh, an opportunity to reach what are typically record numbers um, of people t- tuning in to watch football uh, and who may also be able to capture uh, some of the president's conversation. I conducted one of these interviews years ago with Donald Trump, um, and uh, it, it was a great opportunity on a platform where you do get a, a good amount of public reach. It's not clear to me why the White House chose not to engage him in that, and instead we saw how he did choose to engage last evening in this hastily um, announced conference with reporters shouting questions at him. Um, I, I always err towards the you know, conversation that is, you know, lengthy and gives the ability for someone to really explain themselves uh, and take a back and forth rather than just quick sound bites. But, but that's, that's what you and I do for a living. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, Very good point. Um, So this border bill, I know you'll be talking about that on Sunday. You know, we talked to Senator Tina Smith and Senator Klobuchar this week about it. There's just frustration, you know, is anything going to get done? It is deeply frustrating, particularly when both parties can recognize that there's a national security crisis that requires action, uh, changes and updates to the law. Those laws were rewritten potentially in this proposal that the White House and Republican leadership had signed off on with Democrats. And yet the, the rank and file seems to have have doomed this compromise because of presidential year politics. And that has to be deeply discouraging, not just for those lawmakers, for, for Americans who, who have this as a backyard issue and also in cities across the country, 
troubled by the spike in migration and a lack of resources to deal with that. Also coupled with this is the question of how the Congress gets around uh, and delivers the national security supplemental that is so badly needed by Ukraine and Israel and Taiwan. It looks like just a new level of dysfunction that we haven't seen before. And really, um, it underscores how much influence Donald Trump has, even out of office, on the Republican Party, because it was his pressure uh, to really not to, to drop this bill that influenced a lot of lawmakers. Margaret, thank you so much. We'll be watching CBS all day on Sunday. We got, you got the game, too. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you. Margaret Brennan, moderator of Face the Nation. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.